0: the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This.
1: This. This is is AV
0: AV AV Nation.
1: This is AV Nation. This is AV Week. Episode 146, recorded Friday, June 6th, 2014. The incredible shrinking panel. AV Week is brought to you by Middle Atlantic Products. Who invite you to stop by their new customer-focused website, Middle Atlantic Products? What great systems are built on. Ready. AV AV Week. Performing scan. Online. This is A V Week. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audio, visual, news, and information. Hello, my name is Tim Albright. I'm your host. With us this week, Mr. Hi-Fi, Phil Cordell from M3 Technology Group. How are you, sir?
0: Great, Tim. Thanks for having me, as always.
1: Absolutely. Uh, And also with us is Mr. Harry Mead. If you're on Twitter, he's Mr. AV Don, and we'll explain what that means in a second. How are you, sir? I am very good on this nice, warm, semi-summer day. It is—it is kind of warm, isn't it? Uh, Harry is from CCS uh, Mid Atlantic. Uh, all of our podcasts are, of course, brought to you by uh, the fine folks at Middle Atlantic Products. Uh, they have some really cool things that we'll talk to you about in a second. Uh, they have a new—they uh, have an addition to their credenza line, uh, and they have gotten into the display uh, solution game. So uh, we'll talk about that. Middle Atlantic Products, of course. What great systems are built upon, uh, gentlemen? As we are about uh, sitting here on the 6th of um, June, two weeks, um, a little bit less than two weeks, or a little bit more than two weeks away from, from uh, Infocom 2014. A couple weeks ago, uh, big news was the fact that AMX was getting bought by, by, uh, by a little company called Harmon, right? And, and, you know, that was a, some hubbub about that. Well, another acquisition of sorts, Kramer. Uh, this is from our, our buddies over at AV Network, uh, AVNetwork.com. Kramer is acquiring fifty percent of Wowvision. Now, if you're not familiar with what Wowvision is, Wowvision—they've uh, got a lot of wireless uh, products. They've got two-way co- collaboration products. They do a lot of stuff uh, in the in the conferencing and you know, a lot of boardrooms has got have, have got Wowvision. So, another acquisition. Um, actually, Leonard Susskind uh, wrote a couple uh, uh, wrote a blog post about. I think he called it the summer of acquisitions. Uh, so Harry, we'll start with you on this. And what does this mean—the uh, fact that that Kramer is has purchased half of Wowvision? Uh, you know, does it mean that they're, they're trying to concentrate more on that on that pro market, or, or what is it? I think it means that Kramer sees a little bit more of
2: the writing on the wall that uh, collaboration is where it's at. Um, it's what I'm going to Infocom for. It's for collaboration. Um, yeah, it's uh, whether it's workspace collaboration or. Just people being able to talk to each other, um, and uh, and get get things done more speedily. <laughs> um, it uh, I think that it it fits in well with their product line because they've already got the processing on the front end, so now they can have processing. Wow, Vision, Net, Wow, Vision, processing. Yeah. So now they've got everything covered pretty much from in between the source and the display so it actually uh i think it 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 rounds things out for them and
1: i i think it's uh, like i say i think it's a signal of of what's going to be coming forward Mm -hmm. uh mr cordell uh what do you think is uh is uh, kramer's thinking behind the behind this move
0: yeah i i think uh much as Harry shared i mean the the wireless uh technology boom is in full swing right now you know and everybody's looking for the best way to to incorporate that collaboration and the fact that nobody has completely nailed it yet and that i mean in my eyes anyway and that it's still a pretty wide open space right now you've got a lot of uh competitive products all kind of grappling to get into that same space uh you know until there's a clear victor i don't see why people wouldn't get in there uh you know punch their lottery ticket and hope that they're the ones that that come away victorious
1: okay so good question here then then phil if you were if you were either starting your own company or or taking over an existing one how would you nail it i mean what what is your definition of of nailing it
0: well you know i think the the issue that everybody keeps running into is uh you know the licensing of of apple products uh into the the wireless spectrum you know obviously i'm i'm a fan of airplay because it works well it does what i need it to do but then when people with an android come in you know they're not going to get the same love. Uh, I do know that the Christie Brio product uh, has paid the money. Christy paid the money, and and they've got a pretty sleek way of integrating uh, all the different platforms. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I, I guess I would, if I was buying a company, I would go ahead, pay the money, make sure we had everybody covered, uh, and look for a, a seamless way to get them, you know, incorporated into the meeting, maybe without having to download an app. I mean, I've played with a lot of that stuff out there now. The the uh, Solstice, you know, Mersive Solstice yes. product, um, and, and a lot of them do a lot of really cool stuff. But you know, my issue with Mersive or with the Solstice product in particular is that you know I'm not an an IT guy. I would prefer not to take control of your PC, you know, of that hardware. I don't want that responsibility, and that's essentially what I would be selling them is is a software, you know, uh, and that opens up a whole other can of worms that, as an AV integrator, I'm not super comfortable getting into, you know.
1: Well, and then let's 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 define here because you said you know make sure that everybody's covered. Does this also mean Microsoft, you know, making sure that the Surface or, or the Microsoft phone is covered too?
0: Ultimately, absolutely. Uh, we've got a programmer here that programs AMX, Crestron, Biamp does all of his programming now on a on a Surface Pro, uh, you know, and barely ever has to break out his laptop. I'm sorry,
1: he does his programming on a Surface.
0: On a Surface Pro, it's the Pro. Uh, the standard old Surface wouldn't do it. RT wouldn't cut it, okay? <laughs> but the Surface Pro, man, I mean, it's it's got the, the, uh, you know, horsepower necessary to run the, the software programs that, that our industry uses, you know? And it, it does. It knocks everybody's socks off when he just walks in, programs the room, tunes the room, does the whole thing from his tablet.
1: Let me understand. So how long does it take uh, Simple Windows to start on that Surface Pro? Like two hours?
0: no two to three years we're still waiting for for that to open. no i'm kidding
1: for, for, for those of you who have never tried to open simple windows and this is not no slight against our buddies over at crestron No, they'll even admit the fact that it takes a long time for that stuff to open so optimizing database uh, Optimizing. <laughs> <Yeah>. that's exactly <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Optimize- harry nailed it harry nailed it all right harry so so you're going to start your own company just alongside phil uh how would you nail how would you nail this this space uh, it, it's I was gonna say he said most of what I was gonna say. Well that's um, fine. That's a good answer. What he said. Just um, don't say Ditto, that's somebody else.
2: But yeah, I would uh I I I would keep it network based, I'd keep off of everybody's individual units. Um like uh if if we're gonna do if we're gonna do collaboration, I mean you need to be able to um Everybody needs to be able to get in no matter what. I mean, it's kind of the same along the same lines as I know you guys have had Google Hangout meetings of Aviation board people with Dawn with her phone in the windshield. Yep. <laughs> we do not recommend that, by the way. <laughs> Safety reason. She wasn't looking at it. Well, no, no. But it was looking at Is her. <laughs> And she was listening to it because it Bluetooth into the uh, radio of the truck that I'm currently driving. Because since A.V. Dawn and A.V. Mother-in-Law are in Vermont, and um, the so you need to be able to get to all those devices, and the easiest way to do that is non-software based. Put it on the put it on the internet. Put it on be able to connect, use this big network that we have built already, and do it that way, and what the Kramer parts do is get you to that point in a more corporate environment where you need more things um, you need to integrate more computer type things or displays and yeah. and all that other thing as opposed to using a surface or using your phone or something like that well, but I imagine we're all gonna be on something surface like
1: Oh, think, and maybe
2: think, maybe there'll be a surface
1: with a dock what? that you can throw into your your desktop here, like I throw my laptop into my dock all the time. Well, and I I had always I would always contended that because so, you know we, we use Google Hangouts for the video portion of, of our program and and also honestly for the audio portion, but I've got a I've got a PC that runs. Uh, I use Audition for for my audio editing, and um, you know, I use Premiere Pro for for video editing, and and I'd always contended that you know I'm always going to need those big you know big towers uh but listening to phil and listening to, to harry it doesn't sound like you know it, those are even long for this world because if i can honestly folks if i can program you know dsp and and, and you know um control programs using a, a tablet albeit a very powerful tablet but still a tablet nonetheless you know that that sounds like you know our towers really are going away
2: why would you lug at a laptop like i did today out on a uh, a service call, I was doing the DSP for a uh, Crown amp today. Cause they're gorgeous. And... <laughs> I
1: have a 17 so inch, Harry. I mean, come on, I'm 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 over the hill now. I need a big monitor to see. Yeah, that's what she said. All right, uh, moving on. <laughs> we're we're all gearing up for Vegas. Is that just all we're doing right now? Uh, this week, um, some of some people that uh, was tweeting me and emailing me this week. Are you going to start with Apple? No. Uh, second story though, Apple and the WWDC, which means what would um, Don Caper do? I don't know. Uh, Don Code. Yeah, it's the Worldwide Developer Conference for uh, for Apple, and they they said a, a word this week that that through fear and trembling into an awful lot of at least residential. Uh, automation uh, folks homes um, and some people got really excited and that word is home kit that is right apple is trying to get into your houses folks uh not a bad thing not a good thing I mean, I've, I've got i've got my own opinions on this but we'll, we'll kick it off with you guys uh i know that, that phil you're a big you're a big i guy you're a big uh, ios guy what did you think of, of Apple's announcement that they were, you know, they want to control the the house uh, just like Nest and everybody else is, is trying to do?
0: Uh, I didn't find it surprising, ultimately. Um, I, you know, I do. I dig the, the iOS ecosphere. Uh, but, you know, for what I do in my day job of, of you know, pro installation stuff, commercial installation, um, you know, I, I still don't see a ton of it. Again, they, I think they nailed it with AirPlay. Uh, but. I don't really. I understand what you said about, you know, people in the home industry probably don't really welcome that news, and I don't blame them, you know, uh, because I don't really want to see them in that space either. Uh, you know, what they do with in terms of of price fixing of their own products and and things of that nature would make it very difficult to make the kind of margins that you know we like to make when we can. Um, but I didn't really see anything in that announcement that like rocked me, you know, I wasn't really shocked. it wasn't shocking off I was like, okay, so maybe this will happen, maybe it won't <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I think if they really wanted to get into the space they would buy Crestron, you know I mean, that that would be something pretty big and really
1: shake it up They could buy, you know, AMX Oh wait yeah. <laughs> not, not anymore, look I think they, they could buy Harman, which in my turns would buy AMX, one, one interesting uh, tweet, I think, what was this I found interesting this week um, was uh, Apple is going to control your home with the one piece of equipment that people have been trying to control for years, and that's the Apple TV. So, uh, you know, trying to integrate it. Uh, Harry, what uh, what do you say about the the Apple um, announcement this week that they're trying to do home automation, basically? What looking for the message from Android Landia over here? <laughs> hey, you know what? I've got my my Galaxy S4 right here, brother. You know, in, in my nice little freaking big OtterBox. Because <laughs> I was tired of having it replaced. Yeah. I dropped it um, too many times.
2: My insurance actually canceled me because I I'd, I had two claims within a year. How many I claims? How to, that would be two for shattered uh, fronts on my droid DNA. Anyway. um, <laughs> well, So my phone bill goes down five bucks a month. Anyway. The... Uh, it was funny because I actually kind of predicted something like this, and where I thought it would, where I think that it will go eventually is I think that a company like Apple or Microsoft could unite the protocols in a way that um, uh, just an AMX or a Crestron just doesn't have enough 800-pound gorilla-ness to do. Um... Because if Apple suddenly gets into it where they're IP controlling everything and they say, well, these are the control strings that we're going to be using. Make it work. (laughs) Okay. They have the power to be able to do that. And, And people are going to jump on that in the home market. And once it happens in the home market, what do you think they're going to want to do in the professional market?
1: Absolutely. You already have
2: people who want to bring their phones in and put what's on their phone up on the screen you already have i can control all this stuff i can i can look in my house from i can look in my house from a webcam and see exactly what's going on in my house i can lock the doors i can do all this stuff what do you mean you're, it's going to take 15000 dollars worth of amx to get that done here at the office so it's coming, and it's one of these guys is going to really break the market open and control system people who companies that are focused on control systems
1: are going to have a difficult time of it. Okay. So we're sitting here in 2014. How many years though, until that happens? Because this is something that we've been, you know, we've been talking about for, for several years about the commoditization of this and the commoditization of that, because that's kind of what you're talking about, you know, um, yes. taking something that's in- inherently a pro product, whether you put it in in a house or in a boardroom, you know, doing a control system is inherently a, a professional product. How many years then until that happens? Is it going to be an acquisition like Mike Phil said, you know, a- a- Apple or Microsoft or somebody going to buy a restaurant and then commoditize the whole lot of it, or is it going to be you know something where? These companies are going to have to get a running start, and then they're going to have some breakthrough or some breakthrough product, and then, yeah, the entire thing hits the dirt.
2: Why did they need to buy AMX or Crestron? We already had, and this was this was what, I don't know if it got me in trouble on Twitter, but this was uh, what I was talking about on Twitter when Harmon and, and AMX happened. Every pre- press release that Harmon put out, it was we're looking forward to adding video to our line of, of fine audio products, oh yeah, and control and automation. <laughs> and and we're integrating that with our existing control and automation stuff that we already have. And I think the commoditization is already happening on the home side. Okay. Um, I mean, I can... I can go to Walmart and buy the parts to automate significant portions of my home.
1: Okay. And but... I don't have
2: to have any, I don't have to have any programming. I don't have to have any of that stuff. And it all runs off my phone.
1: Don't talk to me about X10 either, but give me some, <laughs> not
0: big x10 big, big. I, i'd say i'm i'm just as or more concerned about a company like comcast
1: you know mm-hmm. yeah they sell
0: me my cable my internet and they're trying to sell me my my t-stat controls and, and trying to to get into automation by by that route you know and they're a huge company that's already in my home uh you know
1: well isn't, isn't rogers cable up in, up in canada is doing the, the exact same thing not very well from what i understand uh but it's at least you know trying to at least get to start somewhere and like I said they're going to come at it from that side and
2: why do you need to buy an a an existing infrastructure when you're already running you've started at IP. You don't have to deal with IR, you don't have to deal with 232, you don't have to deal with our, any of that stuff. It's all IP.
1: Okay, but hang on, maybe I I you can call me a, you know, a, a, a fanboy or whatever of of control systems and Granted, that is what I do now. I mean, that's you know, I'm, 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 <laughs> and that is true. I'm I'm the head of a I'm a, I'm a, the head of a programming company. So that's you know, you know, um, but there are inherently there are things that are that a, a control system an automation system can do that you simply cannot do yet. Um, when it comes to you know automation and control, I mean, let's let's talk about feedback. Let's talk about you know, um, you know i don't know I just unless i'm completely naive say, aim them <laughs> well that's not fair you asked me to okay no, okay so let's go through you can control the...
2: let's go through the systems okay. of your house all right you can control the uh um you can control the temperature yes okay you can control you can't
1: control if the phone starts ringing <laughs> i'll let him cool. get that you can control the you can control the thermostat
0: Can I just say, I am so over flushing my toilet with my hand. Oh, shit! If I could do that another way. (laughs) You could do that with Um, a relay.
1: See, there's one you could could not do with lighting. There's another um, one, Harry. Wait. Okay. Lighting.
2: They've got bulbs that can talk now. Okay. Okay, so bulbs are on the network. That's taken care of.
1: No, I I, have to have a timeout. What bulbs
2: are on the network? You can control bulbs with your Apple stuff right now. You can change colors. You can turn them on and off. All right. So the technology exists. It may not be widespread yet, but it exists. The
1: you can lock your house. You can secure your house. All with this, that, that, that's where I'm getting. This is the one thing that that uh, Harry's gonna take another phone call. Um, no. This this is the one thing that that control systems do really well and that is take all of these systems and put them into one hopefully if you do it correctly simple to understand ui what you're talking about harry is great you know yes you can do all these different things you can talk to your freaking fridge if you want but every time you want to do something you have to open a different app right this is this is and i said this before this is the modern day equivalent of having 15 remote controls sitting next to your couch and i didn't like it 20 years ago and what I'm saying is the bare, the the
2: bones are there. All the control can happen right now. Okay, so you come in as an Apple or as a Microsoft or as a Google, and you say, "Okay, <laughs> from Braveheart, we're going to unite the clans." <laughs> <laughs> and this is what we're going to do. And we're we all these things are already on the network. Let's talk to them all. And suddenly you've got a UI, and it doesn't have to be pretty and customizable for eighty percent of the population. It just has to work.
0: And all the bones are there. It just needs an integrator.
2: To mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I work for an integrator. That's what I'm. But i But what I'm saying is. The, one of those three companies, or if Comcast is trying to do it or something like that, one of them is going to be the integrator.
1: No. That's hey, going uh, to talk to all these different things. Okay, let's let's be honest here, all right? I, you, I, I don't know who you guys see, but Phil has Comcast. I have Charter in St. Louis, uh, at least for, for my internet. I don't have them for TV because they stink. Um, but they do not have a good track record of how do I put this gently doing things well. I only (laughs) put Comcast in there because they've been making noise about it. I don't, I know I'm just saying historically cable companies have not exactly uh, been our friend, right? There are caps on there. Some, some of some people listening to this and watching this have caps on their internet access. You know, if you reach so many gigs a month. You, you, you have overages and this, that and the other. Um, I don't think that they can do this well, right? I mean, you're, you're going to start running into, well, you know, you turned your lights on way too one too many times this month, so we're going to charge you ten dollars extra a month, or you know, you you use this that and the other too many times this month, so we're going to do this, you know, we're going to charge you extra for that. You know, I don't want to be charged every time I turn on the light or every time that I you know turn off my TV, uh, and the fact that 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 possibility exists is a little silly. I don't know. Like I said, I don't think they'll do it
2: well—at least on the Comcast front. But I think that I think one of the big three will do it well.
0: And see, that's why it occurs to me though that they would purchase a company that is already doing it well. Yeah. You know, who's got a history of of putting that type of streamlined product set together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: Take it or leave it.
2: Take it or leave it. Yeah. All right. I was going to say I I I come from the much more ruthless side of I think they'll just dictate it.
1: Just do it
0: themselves. Yeah.
1: See, this is the yeah. difference between uh, Phil and I are nice Midwesterners, and <laughs> Harry's from the cutthroat cut area of the uh, Mid Atlantic. So, I have a dragon with a sword well, yes, on my you wall do. behind, yes, behind you do. me. That's <laughs> all you need to know. That's all you need to know. All right. Uh, one real quick uh, before we uh, before we take a slight break, a uh, little bit of sad news, and I'm actually the reason I bring this up is not to you know to rub salt in the wound but to ask you guys a serious question here uh hi-fi house which a uh, big big uh significant uh philly area uh home theater and, and automation uh, company uh, apparently just flat out closed their doors this week and um it, it's a it was a shock to pretty much you know everybody including their customers which uh, who called up one day and uh, and said that uh, hi-fi house has ceased operations uh, end of end of message uh so here's the question for you guys and harry we'll start with you on this um is this in two questions? And you, know, you you may or may not know these people, and then, you know have any insight information. But is this indicative of of the environment? Is not what we were just talking about with uh, companies like Comcast and, and Charter getting into automation, uh, or is it maybe just something else that none of us really know? Uh, I think it's a combination. It's
2: uh, yes, you've got some of these companies that are uh, that are peeling the low end off, but. On the high-end front, as much as it gets thrown about with with rose perfume and everything else, the economy still pretty sucks. Yes, there are some bright spots, but there's a lot of heavy-duty indicators that are not bright, and there are still lots of badness going on, and the high end home automation stuff is disposable
1: income. Yeah, that's true. You don't for, have to have it for, uh, for high end, <laughs> high end people. So yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Phil, is this, is this something yeah, indicative of, of the economy like Harry says, or, or something else going on here?
0: No, I, I agree. I, th- I think and hope it's just the economy. I mean, the unfortunate reality is that companies go belly up every day, you know, and this time it just so happened to be one that, that is, uh, one that we would notice, you know, and, and maybe talk a little bit more about. But I, I certainly don't think that it speaks to a larger issue uh, within our industry.
1: Okay. That is good to know. Um, all right, uh, you guys, take a break. Uh, get a drink of water. Harry, make another phone call if you need to. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he already he already muted himself, which is good. Uh, Aviation is brought to you by the fine folks at Middle Atlantic Products. I got an email this morning uh, from Becky Duck, uh, the, the, um, their chief person over there, um, and this is something you're going to see at InfoComm in about two weeks. First of all, uh, a number of years ago, they came out with their credenza. Uh, it's a this picture I'm showing you if you're watching the video. That's a rack. Okay, those are racks. Uh, it looks like a piece of furniture. You open the doors there, and they're built-in racks. Gorgeous, gorgeous credenzas uh, where they're releasing uh, some new some new finishes. Um, yeah, they have four different colors. It's it's honestly it's it's built around uh, working with art, architects because God love them, sometimes uh, they can, you know, be a little difficult. Uh, and also, you know, helping your interior designer uh, feel better about putting a rack in the in the middle of a room because you know sometimes that can, you know, that, that can cause interesting uh, interesting conversations as well. So yeah, check that out at middleatlantic.com uh, and also something else you want to see at infocom Uh, 2014 is let me show you this here real quick they are getting into the display mount business uh it's called the flex view uh you're going to see it at at, at, uh, infocom 2014 it's a bunch of models of slim profile very contemporary design uh there's safety certification um all sorts of 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 options uh the strength and they're very very small um it's gonna fit most uh, up to 90 inch screens uh, with the Visa 800 mounting or, or smaller obviously. so uh, again check those out if you would please at middleatlantic.com middle Atlantic. what great systems are built on So actually I remember going to the middle Atlantic booth about three years ago I think um, and I was like, holy cow with the with the credences so uh, and actually if you come by the info the uh, aviation booth at Infocom, and booth number N two seventeen, we're going to have one of their fancy schmancy podiums as well. So, I got that in the, in the mail this week, and I'm like, oh my, that's very heavy. So, um, all right, guys, this is from Gizmodo, uh, a site we don't get to talk about very much because you know um, most of the time it's it's cell phones and stuff. Intel <laughs> wants to make your entire your office entirely cable free by 2016. And in case you've forgotten, that's two years from now. Um, and here's what they're talking about: Intel's uh, post-Broadwell chipsets are going. Want, they want to at least work towards this, where they're making everything wireless: the 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 uh, network access, uh, inc- and your display. And the reason I brought this up and and, and bring this to you, gentlemen, is the display part. They want to push 1080p. They want to push 4K. They want to push whatever resolution. Wirelessly, <clears throat> wirelessly, Harry, is this even possible in two years? Uh, and if so, how stable is it going to be?
2: Those are two entirely different questions. That's why I asked uh, them separately. Um, I think it is, pro- it is probably possible. Thank you. And I, I, think, I think it is possible um, to get most of what they're talking about done um short range wireless for for their for
1: displays for monitors uh, we're talking about not 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 displays in in the world that we all live in when we talk about a display being an 80 inch we're talking about monitors
2: um but and i networking is all but there if you've got the right uh access points um so, yes, it's possible. Will it be expensive? Yeah, probably. Um, will people in my land of security accept it? Oh, hell no. <laughs> um. So, that's... That's about it. I mean, yeah, you for for a lot of a lot of office situations, yeah, you might be able to get away with that. I'll be interested to see when they've got two like like I've got two monitors set up right now and I'd be interested to see if they got if two high res streams going at the same same time. Um, what kind what that's gonna take. And if you can't do their
1: wireless charging, how much power that's gonna take? Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, I did think about that. And also, you know, having the two streams without some sort of weird interlacing thing happening between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Suddenly Phil and Harry's now you've heads got, are going to be.
2: Well, and, and so then you've got, you're doing this high heavy-duty uh, um, wireless video stream. Now you have an office that has 10 of them, That 20 of them. 30 of
1: them, you've got a lot of wireless running around in there. Uh, Mr. Phil Cordell, what do you say when it comes to uh, wireless video?
0: Well, you know, we were talking a lot about, uh, obviously, Apple perhaps moving into the home, but stuff like this really is more concerning to me than that because this is what we do. You know, we install tons of, you know, uh, laptops,
1: we just lost, Phil. interesting.:
2: Go So ahead. we install tons of laptops and, and, and stations like that, and we have problems we're, we're not going to have problems if they start doing this in the conference rooms. And so now
1: you've got an Intel-ready projector. Oh, he's back, okay, never mind.: You have an Intel Yes, you have an Intel ready projector If you have an Intel-
2: ready projector,
1: why do you need us? Uh, Phil would say because of integration. This is this is where we, we integrated I, I again. Mean, here's the thing. Um, I think you need us because I, I still don't think the IT guys are comfortable with this. Right? Um, I meet with with a fair amount of, of IT companies and uh, or IT groups who would just as soon hand off the keys to the AV system if there's a projector involved or there's um, automation involved There's something you know doing anything beyond just hooking a computer up and making sure that it has you know the monitor and keyboard they don't want to have anything to do with it oh see i've
2: seen the opposite really i see people internalizing this stuff all the time all right. Well, yeah. I could see I could see a, an IT department saying, "Okay, we don't need anybody. We can just uh, we, I can hang a, a monitor on the wall that's that's Intel ready, and it's not going to sit on my uh, um, it's not going to sit on my network because they're not going to run that to kind of video over network. They're going to run it direct point to point. So the video doesn't it doesn't bother me that it's that it's wireless because it's not running on my network." Makes sense. So now all I need to do is I need to do that, and then uh, um, anybody who brings a laptop in can uh, can look for a monitor and connect to it.
1: Okay, then yeah, and it's for, for collaboration spaces. I can see that, like little huddle spaces, um, and yes, we're getting to the point where you know that's more and more becoming what what people are putting in. <laughs> if uh, well, yeah, there's a
2: lot of those, and if say you've got four displays in a room. Why do you need a matrix switch at that point? Just send yeah. your your laptop to four different, uh, four of the
1: the four displays in the room. All right. Well, I think that we've lost Mr. Cordell. Apparently, Nashville has used up all of its uh, all, of, all of its uh, uh, <laughs> bandwidth for the month. So they've been talking to the Canadians again. They have been. They have been. So you know, it's it's a rebel thing. I don't know. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on. Uh, this was this one's from Engadget, and I brought this up because for a couple of different reasons. First of all, uh, the, the story is uh, a new smart chip, uh, smartphone chip, will be able to beam high definition holograms by next year, and that means every geek Ooh. in the galaxy is going to get a a picture of of Princess Leia, uh, and, and try to replicate, naked. Not, not naked, just replicate, uh, the the Star Wars uh, piece where she's coming out of uh, R two D two's head. Um, two reasons. First of all, first of all, we we, we have uh, a couple different shows. One is is a Pico projector show, um, and that's exactly what I thought of when I when I when I saw this piece is the fact that holy cow, you're going to have the ability from a cell phone, so ostensibly a, a Pico projector would do the same thing, to do holograms, which leads to the very next question. Okay, and Harry, I'm going to ask you this since you know you're the only one I have left. Um, <laughs> Uh how soon until we have holographic projectors? If this is gonna be ready by next year, how soon until we have full full on, you know, ten thousand lumen holographic projectors? Four or five years. Seriously?
2: Yeah. Wow. If if this works on the small scale, then it's just scaling it and it's how much power it's going to take. And, uh, yeah, if they, if they make it work on a small scale, somebody's going to scale it up really quick.
1: So <laughs> the short version. <laughs> short version. Yes. Thank you. No, moving on. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. Okay. Um, Countdown to Infocom 2014. This is by a a, a blog by our buddy uh, Brock McGinnis, and you know uh, Brock's a good guy. Just in general, um, he's from Westbury National up in uh, up in good old Toronto, and he t- he's talking about in the in the piece um, what are the ne- what's the next big thing, right? What is what's coming down the pipe? What is what are we going to be hit with come Infocom 2014? Uh, in two weeks, so Harry, I want to get your take, and then I'll give you my take on what we're going to be hit with. What is our next big thing in the world of AB? Um, I think we're going to stay with
2: the uh, with the collaboration theme, and we're going to look at your email, and then <laughs> some more other things that are on your screen. Um, the uh, we're gonna we're gonna stay with collaboration, and uh, um. Being able to work on the same document at the same time, have multiple people in there talking to each other. Basically, be able to have a – replicate a face-to-face meeting with people who aren't face-to-face. Okay. Um, So I think that's, that's, that's the biggest part of the show that I'm going for. Um, and a lot of that is document collaboration because that's not as prevalent right now I mean we're a blue jeans reseller mm-hmm. and they do face to face meetings really really well but they don't have the document collaboration yet you can do desktop sharing but that's or you can do desktop showing you can't do sharing, sharing. I don't think if blue jeans hit me up if <laughs> if I'm lying if you're, if you're incorrect um, I'm only the engineer not the sales guy um <laughs> but one thing that was in the article that I very much agreed with is that you hit, you got to hit the small booths yep, because that's where the cool stuff is. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, you've got your, your big behemoths that are trying to sell you stuff, but then you get back to the little guys and not necessarily the Japanese LED manufacturers, but the, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, the little bulbs, the guys that have 1400 bulbs in their, in their booth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, but just different things. I mean, I've found different small manufacturers that really fill
1: niches. Um, and I've done that in the past. I think I, I, one of the coolest little booths I've ever been to is, um, it was a company that made the oddest, uh, but more most useful drill bits. It allowed you to drill so far into a piece of wood or concrete or whatever, and then at some point do a 90 degree turn and go back up. So you could literally, you know, drill, you know, a 90 degree, you know, uh, turn in a, in a block of wood. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, all right, let's see here. Um, uh, let's see what we got here. One last thing. Um, what comes first this is from our buddy uh, Steve Greenblatt at uh, Control Concepts. What comes first, system design or functionality, uh, Mr. Harry Mead? What comes first, system design or functionality?
2: Uh, functionality has to follow. Has to be design has to follow functionality. You have to find out what the customer wants first, before or what the customer is trying to do before you can actually design a system in the background for it. Um, When I go out on a site survey, I'm not interested in them telling me what they think they need. I'm interested in them telling me how they want to use the room. And I take my cues for design on how they want to use the room and
1: design to make that functionality happen for them. Okay, that makes sense. So, and I would I would agree with that. You know, you have to figure out. You know, one of the things that that um, that I try to at least live by is the fact that don't tell me uh, the parts parts and pieces that you want. Right? Don't tell me you want a two hundred thousand lumens projector, or do you know you want you know a, a big ten inch you know uh, touch screen? Tell me how you're going to use the space. Right? Tell me what you're going to do. Tell me what you're trying to achieve, and then we can talk about you know all the cool technology and all the different things that we're going to do so
2: yeah because ostensibly i know more than not you but i know more than the end user does about the equipment that needs to go in this room to get that objective finished
1: i know you know more than me <laughs> let's let's be let's be fair here you know you know more uh, than me. i don't know you got your dmce before i did of so. the two of us which one of us is a ctsd well, i am okay but, then had to put it in my little my little two thirds right yeah, there. Yes, yes to, I saw that. Thank you. And I yes. almost put like exclamation points you on it. To discuss. Uh, last but not least, and this is really not a story to talk about unless Harry, you'd like to talk about your lovely wife um, in positive ways, just for the record. <laughs> um, we're, that limits me. We're gonna we're gonna Louise. Um, <laughs> we're going to uh, put a link on the show notes of all the fine folks that have been. Uh, through here, and, and obviously uh, Miss A.B. Dawn is one of the main reasons that A.B. Nation is, is so successful. Uh, she is teaching a class, so we're going to put a link to, to all the folks uh, who have helped us out over the years uh, in the classes they're teaching. So uh, Dawn is teaching a class. Um, Josh Rago is teaching a class, so there are a couple of them uh, that we'll put on. So uh, if you have not signed up for a class yet for Infocom and you have some extra time, please do so. Uh, those are some valuable, valuable classes. Uh, Dawn is talking about social media, again, which is something that she knows an incredible amount about. Uh, so yeah, please check those out if you would, please. Uh, that is all we're going to do it for uh, for right now. Um, cause <laughs> I may end up to be talking to myself because Harry may, Harry may drop off here. So uh, with us has been Phil Cordell who apparently, you know, lost something uh, internet connection wise. So we will thank him. You can find him uh, at uh, the underscore av underscore professional on twitter uh you can also check out his, his website HiFi. fi uh, also with us is harry mead uh ctsd which stands for damn good designer um and from ccs mid-atlantic thank you sir no problem uh where can people find you and or ccs
2: um ccs is at ccsprojects.com the uh, we are a nationwide company. I just happen to be the engineer uh, for the Mid Atlantic branch. Um, the the Twitter at Mr. Av Dawn just because she made a name for herself, and I only use Twitter for about a month out of the year, June. <laughs> imagine imagine <laughs> that. So I I use I use Twitter to keep all of my Infocom stuff off of Facebook and keep people from killing me.
1: Yeah, that's a good use of it though. That's a good use of video. You know, so, uh, speaking of Twitter and uh, and you know, um, you know, uh, internet and Twitter and Infocom and this, that, and the other, uh, please go by the website if you would. Please avnation.tv avnation.tv. What does it have to do with Twitter and uh, all this other Facebooky stuff? Well, some very nice folks have given us some really cool stuff, and we are having the Aviation Av Tweeps Tweet Up um the folks that have given us some a whole lot of really cool stuff uh draper and Vadio are our platinum sponsors uh, advanced av amx and middle atlantic products are the gold uh ask proxima ordinate avi systems and innovad uh are the the silver and then uh, av help desk and sennheiser are the bronze they're the ones giving us some some stuff to give away so uh if you are coming to infocom 2014 uh, the room number is N217. You go up the escalator and on the right-hand side between 4:30 and 6:30, please come by and say hey. Um, you'll meet Harry. You'll meet uh, Miss yep. A. B. Dawn. You'll meet um, Matt Scott and George Tucker and a whole lot of other folks uh, that have been on the show. Yes, Matt sir? Scott's beard needs its own Twitter. Matt Scott's beard and his hair will be there. Um, Matt, uh, I told someone this last night. Matt is like six foot five, and George is four foot tall. So. I'm going to just put the two of them together and, and you know, have a nice little uh, Laurel and Hardy moment. So uh, George really isn't four foot. He's at least four and a half. Uh, but, yeah, if you would, please uh, uh, go by the website. Check that out. Um, go by the website and check out our other shows if you would. Uh, uh, Phil is actually on one of them called uh, AV uh, Apps. On a weekly basis, he and Matt Scott review different uh, apps put on by uh, AV companies. Uh, they've done Crestron. They've done AMX. Uh, they've done uh, Projector Central's. Uh, app, so check them out if you would please. All of these shows can be fine on avnation.tv. All of our programs uh, brought to you by the fine folks at Middle Atlantic Products. Middle Atlantic, what great systems are built on. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. It's all the time we have for AV Week.